It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Masks will be mandatory in all indoor public spaces as 100 new coronavirus cases are reported in a single day. The police tell protesters in Yunlong they may be breaching the national security law. And Beijing's envoy to London says Hong Kongers who want to leave are free to do so. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, says she's making it mandatory to wear a mask in all indoor public places after the number of new coronavirus infections passed 100 today, the biggest total yet. The executive council will finalize the details, putting places such as supermarkets under the same rules as public transport. Mrs. Lam dismissed criticism that the government continue to exempt certain people arriving in the SAR from quarantine, saying they are vital for the city's economic activity. We realize that people have somehow put the blame on these exemption categories for the latest uh, wave of uh, this uh, COVID-19, which is not substantiated. And the exemptions categories are related to the daily living of Hong Kong people and the continued economic activities in Hong Kong. So the largest group of exempted category will be the truck drivers, for example. They have to continue to uh, transport food, daily necessities from the mainland to Hong Kong. Mrs. Lam also extended the closure of 12 types of venues, including bars and gyms, for seven more days starting on Tuesday. Curbs on restaurants have also been extended. Mrs. Lam also says civil servants will work from home from tomorrow if possible. Asked why officials didn't bring in the arrangements earlier, the Secretary for Civil Service, Patrick Nip, said the response was targeted. Now, as we observe the trend, we of course, uh, we, we noticed that about the um, you know, increasing number of cases, that the situation uh, is actually very severe and that warrant further tightening up measures. And that's why um, we um, announced this um, uh, work-from-home uh, arrangements uh, for the civil servants, meaning that the government would, uh, would not provide non-emergency and non-essential services with effect from tomorrow. Now, of course, that would be, have an uh, impact on, uh, on people, on the provisions of services. But I think that's the price that uh, we have to pay at this juncture. An infectious disease expert says he expects the number of virus cases to stay in triple digits in the coming days and warns that public hospitals could see isolation facilities overwhelmed. Dr. Ho Pak Lang of the University of Hong Kong said the government should make it mandatory for people to wear a mask whenever they leave home. He criticized the government for its slow response, but said the public should do their part and stop, stop and stop, as he put it, partying every night. There was a standoff in Yunlong yesterday between police and protesters attempting to commemorate the anniversary of an attack by a white-shirted mob on MTR passengers there. Wang Yingtin has more. Demonstrators, including lawmaker Chu Hoi-dik and several district councillors, gathered at Yunlong MTR station, two days ahead of the anniversary of the attack at the station. The group condemned the police and accused the force of colluding with the gang responsible for the attack on July the 21st last year. Police in riot gear warned the group that they were in breach of anti-pandemic regulations that prohibits gatherings of more than four. 
Officers also raised a purple warning banner, indicating that protesters may be breaking the new national security law. The police said on Facebook that some of those present chanted the slogan, Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times, which they said could breach the law against subversion, secession, terrorism and collusion with foreign forces. At one point, officers deployed pepper spray, hitting some reporters. Four district councillors were later arrested on suspicion of unlawful assembly. Beijing's ambassador to Britain, Liu Xiaoming, says Hong Kong people are free to leave the SAR if they wish, apparently responding to suggestions that Beijing might curtail free movements under the new national security law. But he added that law-abiding people had no reason to be concerned about the new law. He told the BBC's Andrew Marr that few people had anything to fear from the legislation. I think people talk about this national security law. National security law is about to restore order, to protect the majority, the rights of majority people. It's targeted on a very small uh, group of uh, criminals who uh, intend to endanger the national uh, security. RTHK, the time is now five minutes past 11. Mr. Liu also denied that Beijing is carrying out a mass program to sterilize Uyghur women in Xinjiang. Shown testimony from a woman who had suffered forced sterilization, he acknowledged that there may be some cases, but the ambassador insisted that life was peaceful and harmonious for the Uyghur people. Beijing is already facing international condemnation for detaining one million Uyghurs in re-education camps. Britain's Foreign Secretary Dominic Robb said there was a pattern of abuse by China. It is clear that gross, egregious human rights abuses are going on, which is why in the UN we raised this with 27 partners to call out the government of China for its human rights abuses of the Uyghurs, and it is deeply, deeply troubling. And the reports and the human aspect of it, from forced sterilisation to the education camps, are reminiscent of something we have not seen for a long, long time. Back locally, the fire services department says it's setting up a special team to investigate a fire at a block of flats in Kwai Chung this morning, in which a 34-year-old woman died. Jimmy Choi has more. The fire services department says the blaze broke out at a fifth-floor unit of Kwai Yu House in Kwai Chung Court shortly before 7 a.m. It was upgraded to a number three alarm about half an hour later. Firefighters have difficulty entering the unit because its entrance was blocked and eventually found a dead woman in the bedroom. Police said an initial investigation indicates that a family of three lives in the unit. A resident at the block, surnamed Chan, said she heard three explosions and the fire alarm rang about five minutes later. Another woman, surnamed Tam, who says she lives on the fifth floor where the fire broke out, says the corridor was full of smoke when she tried to escape and had to wait for firefighters to rescue her. Firefighters brought the fire under control at about half past eight. Turning overseas, EU leaders meeting in Brussels have run into a third unscheduled day as they seek to overcome entrenched divisions over a massive coronavirus recovery plan. They disagreed over how much of the money should be allocated in non-repayable grants as opposed to loans and what conditions should apply to the aid. The German Chancellor Angela Merkel said there was a lot of goodwill, but warned leaders might not reach agreement today. Uh, we're going to in the 
We are entering the third day of negotiations today, and it is certainly the decisive one. The various issues of the size of the fund, the way it is managed, and also the issues of the rule of law have now been well dealt with. I still cannot say whether a solution will be found. There is a lot of goodwill, but there are also many positions, and I will do my best to achieve them. The Premier of the Australian state of Victoria says wearing face coverings in public will become mandatory in the city of Melbourne and the surrounding area as the authorities try to contain a fresh outbreak of the virus. A local journalist, Casey Briggs, explains how the new measures will work. The only reasons you're allowed to leave the house if you live in Melbourne at the moment are to go to work, if you can't work from home, to go to school, if you can't learn from home, to get medical care, to exercise within reason and things like that. And any time that's practical, Melbournians now have to be wearing masks, or at least they will be from Wednesday. So the only real exceptions to that are if you're going for a run and it's just not practical. If you're going to the bank and the bank tellers would prefer you not to be covering your face, they're basically the only exceptions. Other than that, masks at all times with the penalty of a $200 fine if you're not. To sports now, and world champion Lewis Hamilton has in the past few minutes won Formula One's Hungarian Grand Prix. The Mercedes driver was on pole and led from the front. It's his eighth victory at the Hungargoring, equaling Michael Schumacher's record for the most victories at a single track. In football, Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta is hoping their recent form will convince striker Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang to extend his stay at the club. The Gabon striker scored both goals in Arsenal's 2-0 win over Manchester City in the first FA Cup semi-final. His contract is due to expire next year. Hopefully it will help him to be more convinced that we are going in the right direction, how much we need him, how we believe in him and, and as well how much the, the people, the fans and, and our players like him. Arsenal take on either Manchester United or Chelsea, who go head-to-head in the second semi-final in, the, in a couple of hours' time. And that's the news from RTHK. Thanks a lot to Ben Che. We'll have more headlines coming up at midnight. Ten minutes after eleven, hour two of Sunday Lights with James Blunt. Nobody drives to the middle of nowhere just to turn around, turn around. Nobody sleeps in the middle of the bed when they got someone else, someone else. And nobody walks up the stairway to hell. Just to walk back down Cause it's there or it's not It's heartbreak or it's love There's no such thing as happen You're in or out of luck We made it or we lost There's no such thing as happen Nobody's searching
This hour of the programme with James Blunt and Ward Thomas, and the track is Halfway. On uh, this programme, we featured uh, the beginning of um, beginning of this month, just um, a couple of weeks back, um, Tony Monrell, uh, The Best Is Yet To Come, and here's a real classy piece of uh, music from The Best Is Yet To Come. We had searched for heaven. Tony Monrell with Mesa. You and I are in a place called non-existence. That we gave ourselves some distance We've just be Going through the stages Of love and war And nothing's changing Tomorrow's not promised So live for today And maybe we'll See through this rain 